Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. And I'm really excited about today's guest. We're going to be talking all about social media marketing, developing a marketing team. We'll learn about voice search as well as the role of artificial intelligence, video content. It's going to be a really fascinating discussion. And our guest today is Sarah Hansen, and she is CEO of Your Marketing Team. And she's got tons of experience as a social media strategist, and I'm delighted to welcome her to the show. Welcome, Sarah. Hi. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here, too. Yeah, we had connected through Podmatch and you have a very interesting story. So share that with the audience and we'll get right into it. Yeah, so pretty much when I finished my undergrad at Colorado State University, I went right into uh, the job hunt and I was social media strategist at a large agency uh, based out of Lincoln, Nebraska, which is where I'm from. And I was like the lowest paid employee of the least respected, the youngest, you know, just kind of like bottom of the totem pole. Um, And I was not making hardly any money. I couldn't even move out of my parents' house. So I was like, screw this. I'm going to freelance on my own. Uh, there's literally no risk, nothing holding me back. I have nothing to lose. So um, I started freelancing. And the reason that I loved uh, social media was because it combined a lot of my skill set. I studied journalism in school, journalism and um, digital media communications. So I could do writing, I could do graphic design, video editing, and also just the overall storytelling that came with social media marketing. So I freelanced and as I did that, it grew to be, you know, larger and larger. And all of a sudden I have a small team and a roster of clients. Um, And also like I evolved into doing so much more than social media too. So I like to call it like, I call it my full funnel effect. So just focusing on creating funnel strategies and then all of the different digital marketing um, strategies on different platforms that fall into your funnel. So social media, but also email marketing, uh, YouTube, blogging, landing page and sales page creations, course creation, and all of that. Yeah. Wow. So he's really, really developed from a solopreneur, you know, self-employed to building a business, um, which is really interesting. And I love hearing stories about people that couldn't find opportunity in traditional markets and made it on their own. And, uh, you know, the potential is, is uh, limit. You have so many interesting ideas. And this idea of, for example, 
the future of voice search and its impact on digital marketing. Uh, this is something new. I've what is voice search? Is that where you just go onto Alexa or Siri? And I'm curious. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And people, I mean, we're realizing more and more how much voice search plays into SEO and then uh, how you write your content. So when you're writing blogs or even social posts, when you're creating titles for your YouTube video, um, you want to keep in mind like how people are asking questions to Siri or to Alexa. So you could say, hey, Siri, how can I create? Oh my gosh, my Siri just lit up when I said that. <laughs> Sorry. How can I create um, a comprehensive social media strategy or, you know, something like that? I'm sure it wouldn't be as well thought out because when we talk to Siri, it's a bit more casual. But just thinking in any sense when you're using SEO or keywords, thinking about how people actually ask questions and not stressing out so much about like looking at SEM rush or Google analytics and trying to piece together programs that maybe you don't even understand. Uh, it can actually be a lot simpler than that to figure out what your keywords are. That's quite interesting. And, um, you know, these new terms such as, you know, voice search and like, um, this idea of like social podcasting, you know, all of these, um, I'm just, I, I love seeing trends. Um, other thing is, uh, especially with uh, chat GPT and other um, large language models, platforms, the role of artificial intelligence in digital marketing, is it enhancing efficiency or is it replacing creativity? Um, is it going to replace jobs, uh, go rogue? Uh, what are you seeing? I see both. I think it has a great potential and we've already seen the potential it has to increase efficiency, especially for small business owners or maybe someone who considers themselves a solopreneur and they don't have the resources or they don't even really care to build out a huge team or have a, a staff of people. So it can be really helpful for people like that who they do need to create a ton of content, but maybe they don't have the budget to pay like you know, these amazing copywriters or whatnot, or maybe like the creativity isn't necessarily their thing or writing isn't their thing. Um, I do think it does require some creativity creativity and some skill set. Chat GBT, yeah, it's great, but you have to really fine-tune the input for it to give you what you want in your tone, talking to your target audience, etc. So one tool that I like to use that I use like almost every day, it's called Jasper. And I really like it because it has tons of pre-made out uh, templates for different marketing assets like blogs, social media, etc. Um, and it also asks for things like tone of voice, target audience, like goal of the content, background information. So you can really give it a lot and make sure that the output is more in line with what you're looking for in terms of copy. Yeah. And it's, it's so interesting because, uh, you know, this year I, I've really um, focused on use, using AI technologies and platforms and, you know, um, you know, last year I had a blog editor, a video editor, you know, all of these things. And, um, you know, all of it's, I can use with software now, AI software, which is um, really, it's more efficient. And um, uh, the other question is um, this, uh, what are some emerging trends or technologies that digital marketers should pay atten 
attention to? I know we talked about ChatGPT and others, but what else is there? Um, I would say really anything that has to do with video and video editing. Um, I don't really have a specific, I guess, tool in mind, but I just see in the digital marketing space more and more. We've seen it for years, like five years, but video is becoming more and more important. Um, and also having, you know, sharp cuts with your video, the style of your video. So really paying attention to what kind of formatting trends are happening on different platforms in your video is going to be important. Um, also, we know that humans have like an attention span of a goldfish. So I like to ask people to focus on creating snackable content or content that's just like a bite of something especially if you're an expert in your industry or your field, you are always going to think you're not giving enough or that what you're talking about is just common knowledge. Like if you give a list of five things in a video, honestly, the first tip you give is probably enough. You can really take a small amount of information and expand it over lots and lots of content. Um, but also like make sh by doing that, like have shorter uh, video links and be sure to serve snackable content that's also really valuable to people yeah and um so yeah now that you talked about video because um you know this idea of uh it's called short for short form vertical and um how can brands utilize video marketing for maximum impact you talked about you know viral videos and creating snackable content away from this like long form content kind of Describe to the audience how they can use video in various platforms and formats. Yeah, the good news is that a lot of the uh, short form vertical video content is like the same format across multiple platforms. So on Instagram, TikTok and YouTube shorts, uh, the dimensions are the same. The length of the videos like that perform the best are the same. So I advise all of my clients repurpose your content. You know, we we are all really busy, especially if you're a solopreneur, you're working with a small team. We're all really busy doing a lot of other things besides making TikTok dances during the day. So if you can just, you know, sit, batch create a bunch of short form videos during one day, um, you know, make sure you get them nicely edited, whether you outsource that or you edit them yourself. Um, but then you can repurpose those videos to multiple platforms um, and still get a lot of reach in a lot of different places. So I would say batch create your content and repurpose your content wherever you see it fit. Yeah. And um, with uh, this idea of short, short form um, content with with TikTok, uh, which is your preferred platform? Is it TikTok? Is it Instagram Reels, Facebook Reels, YouTube Shorts? Um, which which platforms are good for what purposes? So I would say pers for personal brands. Um, and okay, so let's start with the top of the funnel. So if you're just trying to get some brand awareness, get your personal brand out there, then TikTok is great for that because the reach potential to new audiences as well as the algorithm pushing videos to people around topics and subjects they're interested in, there's more potential to reach people and reach more people that are in your ideal audience. So I love TikTok for that and just pushing out education. Like I said, quick snackable tips 
tricks and advice. And then if you're looking to grow a community of people that are, you know, engaging with you through messaging, through comments, who might in the future engage with you in your course or whatnot, Instagram is great for that. You can build a bit more of a community there. And then if you are looking to, again, I would say YouTube is kind of tricky because it's it's like technically not a social media platform. But again, it is really great for brand awareness there too, because, you know, people are searching how to do XYZ, like tips for XYZ. So you can really reach audiences there, um, especially within specific topics and subjects. So I would say YouTube and TikTok are great for brand awareness and reaching new audiences. And Instagram is great for building um connections and community you brought up so many points and questions so one thing is this idea of instagram as a community why is it that using instagram reels will build a community i'm just curious as to you know what features allow allow it to do that yeah well Compared to TikTok, Instagram, it's easier to message people directly. And it also, I don't, I'm not really sure why, but people are more comfortable having personal conversations on Instagram. And if you have a personal brand, that's really important building those connections. So in Instagram Reels, for example, you can do things like share and save different Reel templates. So that can, you know, get you popular because if you create a real template and you know a bunch of people are using it like it's going to be connected to your profile um you can also do things on instagram like have it say in the real comment freebie to get the link to my latest free resource and you can set up automations so if people do that then you it'll dm them right away so you can just be a little bit more personal on instagram it's not even necessarily just the reels just like the platform in general so that to me makes it a much easier place to build community yeah you really uh really fascinating um you know some questions i have uh a lot of the um people they missed out on the early days of youtube and now they're trying to build a youtube channel and presence um you know one of the questions i get frequently is what why is it so hard to grow on youtube like is it the algorithm is it just basically they want like quality content um it's just like it's kind of like you know people like you're talking about like it's really easy to grow on TikTok and um you know facebook reels you know they're trying to get in linkedin as well but why is youtube so hard to grow on i think with youtube because if you're not sharing things like the youtube shorts uh it one it just requires a lot more effort and energy in terms of editing and publishing the videos and that's just not a skill set that a lot of people have. And people, when they watch YouTube, they're they're consuming so much content that they can notice when a video is not as, like the editing is not as good quality as other videos they're seeing. So I think that's like a major hurdle for a lot of uh, creators that are trying to be on YouTube. And also, like I said, the video form is usually longer. Uh, I think like consistency can be a problem with people. Like if you're going to show up on YouTube, you need to be consistent to your schedule. And then I think there's also a learning curve with the uh, like search optimization for YouTube, like what to put in your titles, what to put in your thumbnail, what to put in the description. And I think just overall with the editing, with the optimization, 
with the consistency, there's just like a really big learning curve for people on that platform. Yeah. Sounds like YouTube is more of a platform, just like uh, like YouTube is kind of one of my more long-term strategic bets based, you know, because um, mm -hmm. it's just so hard to grow. And, um, you know, it's just kind of like, uh, you know, it's not as easy as, you know, for example, Instagram or TikTok, you know, Twitter as well. Uh, LinkedIn, LinkedIn is really pushing out creators and trying to, you know, get a, which brings us to this idea of this, um, this asymmetry where the basically the uncharted land it's like the land of attention um, youtube and kind of these uh they're they're already saturated so you know what what kind of platforms we talked about short form but what platforms are good for this emerging um area where just attention basically you can capture a lot of attention, grow your brand presence, et cetera. I would say even though TikTok is more saturated, saturated than a few years ago, there's still like a higher potential for new reach there and for growth. And so I would say definitely still try out TikTok if you have the bandwidth and the capacity to create video content. Platforms that have been new this year that I think are great are Lemon 8. Um, it's a bit more of a lifestyle platform, so it's not a great fit for everyone. And then I also see a lot of success with personal LinkedIn pages for my clients. Um, the reason being because the algorithm, with the algorithm, a post lives for much longer than a post on Instagram. So you've probably seen if you're active on LinkedIn, you've probably seen like if you post something and it's like, you know, get some pretty good engagement, you'll see engagement on that post for a week, for even two weeks. Whereas that doesn't really happen on Instagram or on Facebook or anything like that. So if you use your personal LinkedIn strategically, you can have a lead campaign going in the background just where you're making connections with people that fit in your ideal audience or industry adjacent. So I see a lot of great opportunity on LinkedIn with my clients. And I think it could be a great place for your network too. Yeah, it was interesting because, uh, you know, Instagram, like I, Instagram during the pandemic was one of my fastest growing. And then um, basically they changed, they'd made a couple algorithmic changes and it's just, but then LinkedIn was like, you know, uh, just the growth was astonishing. Just they they're trying to again like capture that attention and help creators grow uh TikTok as well um and it's mm -hmm. almost like you have to have, be strategic um the other question i get from clients is uh TikTok they can't dance or you know they're um they're not pretty you know or things like that so how can you use TikTok for those if you don't fit into those category yeah uh honestly i just actually talked with someone before this who got a lot of um attention on tiktok and she just literally would sit on her phone and talk to it a few tips and post it like that's it and she would just put like a title for what she's talking about maybe some uh maybe some subtitles and a caption and she she took off on the platform so like you don't you don't have to be dancing you don't have to be cheesy or like obnoxious you don't have to be a beauty queen like people on tiktok like they're just scrolling and they just want to hear information that they're interested in like that's why i say you can repurpose content to a lot of places because content that's so basic like that like it's not specific to TikTok trends and it does really well in there, but it also would perform well on Instagram and on YouTube short. Like it's it's a win for everyone in that sense. Yeah. 
It's, it's so funny because, uh, you know, I know uh, one of my colleagues, uh, he blew up on Twitter, but basically for like uh, a whole year straight, he basically found similar posts with the, and he basically posts the same comment like 20 times a day for a whole year to similar posts. And basically his Twitter account blew up and, um, you know, like just basically I know one, uh, another friend on Instagram, he was basically doing what you were talking about just basically every day posting like just con just like his face and just you know 15 second blurbs and you know for a year it didn't do anything but then like this year he's like up to 20k followers so it's just mm -hmm. interesting really like any sort of organic marketing platform like social media platform it's just a marathon not a sprint <laughs> and what what matters more is to just be consistent and it's really frustrating because we want instant gratification and we want to see like some sort of benefit for all the work that we put into <laughs> posting but i promise you if you just stay consistent and that's also what i've been talking about recently consistency is so much more important than frequency so if you can commit to doing two really good posts a week two videos a week whatever that is and but you know you can do it week after week do that and you will see more results over time than if you go hard for like a week or two creating content and then you burn out or you run out of time or you go on vacation and it's not sustainable for you so con being consistent on any platform is always going to be a good strategy yeah i love that consistency versus frequency just get it out there be good enough one last question before we end is this area of lives, like which uh, there's Instagram lives, there's Facebook lives, there's I think there's YouTube lives, LinkedIn has a live feature as well, which which ones are good for what purposes or TikTok lives as well? Yeah, so I would say wherever you have the largest or most engaged audience, that's the best place to go live because they all really save they all really give the same purpose. Um, for one thing, when you go live, everyone in your network gets a notification that you're going live. And that doesn't happen like when you just post a regular post. So it's kind of just a nice boost there with visibility. But also it's an opportunity to share your thought leadership in a longer format because you know your lives are usually longer than a few seconds. Or you, if you interview someone, um, like some people do like live podcasts on Facebook or LinkedIn. I would say collaborating with someone over live is a really good idea because it's an opportunity to cross promote each other's platforms and cross each other's audiences. So that's a really great way to grow organically is, you know, having some collaborators that you go live with on whichever platform you choose um, because like their followers will tune in and then they might be interested, more interested in what you're doing and want to follow you. So just wherever you have the most engagement, I would say go live there. Yeah. And should, should, and basically should be people be doing it once a week uh, as often as possible um, you know, what, what kind of is like the best, like, uh, 10, 15 minutes curious. Yeah. Frequency. I would say, I would say the same, like whatever you can commit to like the most. So if you know, you can go live once a month and you can commit to that, start with that. If you know, you can do once a week, that's great too. Um, in terms of length, I would say, I mean, it depends what you're doing too, because if someone does a live podcast, 
and people are expecting it to be longer then like you could talk for 30 minutes or so but if you're just going live to talk about a random topic i would say 10 minutes like people are going to drop out after that because they don't really know like how much longer you're going to go you're not having a discussion with someone so the content is not going to be as valuable to them and what's better live video or live audio because now we have twitter spaces uh there was clubhouse um, i'm not on clubhouse that much anymore but that was like the hype you know mm -hmm. three years ago uh what's better yeah i would say live video people want to see your faces and in terms of audio content i would just if you're going to do audio just do a podcast because people <laughs> like are more i mean because you can listen to a podcast on your own time so like if someone's going live on audio like one there's no video so it's just not as entertaining but if like and also it's only at that time sure you can go back and listen to it later but they're not going to be as inclined to listen to it right in that moment so if you're interested in doing audio i would just do a podcast <laughs> i think you'll have more value there yeah fascinating discussion i really enjoyed this talk how can people contact you check out your website follow you on social media and check out your work uh, so we just launched our new website a few weeks ago. So it's www. And then my I'm most active on Instagram. So the Instagram is just at your MK team. Um, so that's where you can find me uh, on my website. There's a freebie. Uh, I created a free strategy guide for create for mapping out your entire funnel. Um, and there's 12 different uh, adjacent marketing strategies, and there's a tutorial video for everything in the guide. So it's there's a lot of value packed in there, um, and you can find it on my website. Yeah, awesome. And for all the audience out there, um, let's thank Sarah for coming onto the show, dropping so much knowledge and alpha, talking about different strategies, platforms, formats, and uh, all of her resources will be in the links and show notes. And thanks so much for coming onto the podcast. Thank you so much. This has been great. That was good. Right, good. Um, I followed you on all your socials. I'll leave a five-star review for you on Podmat. Your episode should yeah, be in the next few days or so. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll do all the same for you. And yeah, if you need any follow-up info from me, let me know and I'll be happy to give it to you. Excellent. Well, enjoy the rest okay. of your day and thanks so much for collaborating. Yeah, thank you. Have a good day. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. listening if you liked it be sure to like comment share subscribe we're on everywhere spotify itunes google amazon audible and without much ado be sure to thank this show's sponsors and we'll see you next time